Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. We're talking transportation today, and I'm thrilled to have with me Gina Sononi, who's vice president of the Northeast Corridor Service Line at Amtrak, where she's responsible for the strategy and performance of the network between Washington, D.C. and Boston, as well as corporate sales. A key aspect of Gina's responsibilities will be the transformation of the Northeast Corridor in the post-COVID-19 environment and the exciting opportunities presented by recent and upcoming changes including the Moynihan train hall, the new Acela fleet, and new trains that are gonna be rolled out across the system. Previously, Gina spent 20 years in the airline industry in a variety of commercial leadership roles, most recently as managing director at Delta Airlines. An advocate for equity and inclusion, Gina founded She Leads at Delta and her team, and a nonprofit addressing the underrepresentation of women in political office. Prior to working in the airline industry, Gina worked as a political consultant, who was an an appointee to the Clinton administration and Schedule C appointee, and played a key role in launching the national service organization, AmeriCorps. So, Gina, it's great to have you with me. It's great to be here. Thanks so much, Josh. It's our pleasure. So, so obviously, you've been in the business of moving people around for a while. (laughs) That's right. That's how I think of myself, is trying to figure out how people want to get from point A to point B. So, how has it been getting through COVID for, for Amtrak in general? Well, it's been a challenge at Amtrak like it has been at many companies, but we're coming out of it strong. And there were a lot of great enhancements made to the train experience and travel for our customers during COVID. So we are uh, looking to the future and seeing a lot of demand and train travel uh, returning. That's good to hear. You know, we've covered obviously a lot of the infrastructure improvements that are happening or that are planned in major hubs in New York City, particularly. So I'd be interested to hear how the Moynihan train hall benefited Amtrak and New York City and the Northeast Corridor just as a whole. Yes. Well, that is, it's such an exciting place. And have you been, Josh? Honestly, recently I have not. You got to get over there. It's spectacular. It's a beautiful building. It is right across the street from Penn Station and it's filled with light. It's very open. It's very clear when you go in. Uh, It's very easy to know where to go because it's one big open space and the gates are all very clearly designated. And you, uh, the the wonderful thing about Moynihan is it's so simple and beautifully designed. You can walk into that place 15 minutes before your train departs and it's no problem. There's no stress. It's everything is easy to navigate. There is a beautiful new lounge. It's called the Metropolitan Lounge. It's spacious. We offer premium food. There's a full bar. It's giant. (laughs) There's a big balcony and you can overlook the train hall. And it's a real gem. Uh, So I encourage customers if they have not, or people listening if they haven't, to get over there and experience Moynihan Train Hall and also the lounge. One thing I'll point out about the train hall is that when the trains enter Manhattan, you know, they're long enough that they're underground and part of them is under the Moynihan train hall. And then across the street is Penn Station and part of the train is under Penn Station. So we encourage all of our customers to come in and board through Moynihan because it's a very beautiful new space and they'll enjoy it. But it is right connected to Penn Station. So it has all the transportation connection options that you still want. So let's talk a little bit about Penn Station. What what improvements have been made there and what's the what can you share about Penn Stations in uh, in the future? Yeah. 
Uh, well, there are big plans for Penn Station and Amtrak will work in conjunction with the state of New York and the transit agencies in the area. And plans are being developed. So this is a longer term project. In the meantime, we know that our customers want a better experience in Penn Station. So we have invested $300 million in capital improvements over the past five years. There's a new ticketed waiting area that is quiet and relaxing. There are there's new wayfinding and signage, which you know Penn Station. I think we can all <laughs> agree that's helpful and needed. Sure. Um, new elevators, new escalators. There's a lot of maintenance and updates that will happen in the meantime before the major renovation happens. And, and what are the top destinations out of both of those stations? Almost all of the top destinations for Amtrak start and end in uh, New York. So uh, Washington D.C. is the number one. And then Boston is number two. And uh, Albany is right up there and also Philadelphia. So these are all places that are easy to get to within a few hours or less. And it's, of course, very convenient. But this is an exciting fact. One out of three travelers on Amtrak across the whole country is going to or from New York. Hmm. Amazing. It is. (laughs) It's very important. (laughs) No place is more important or central to Amtrak than New York City. And how long does it take on average to get from New York City to Washington, D.C.? Well, it's really fast on the Acela train. So that's Amtrak's high-speed rail. It's the only high-speed rail in the United States. And you can get between those two points in less than three hours to Washington. And if you take the regional train, it stops a little more often. It doesn't go quite as fast. The Acela goes 150 miles an hour. And then it takes three hours and 40 minutes. It depends on the train. And I know there's plans to roll out some new Acela trains. Can you give a, an update on that? Yeah, we're very excited at Amtrak about the new Acela trains, and they're not too far away, a little over a year. These trains are beautiful. They're, I've been able to get on a prototype. They're brand new. They're luxurious. They are comfortable. One of the biggest changes between the current Acelas, which are also very comfortable and luxurious, is it'll be a smoother ride. The way the train's built will create an, an even smoother ride. And our customers really rely on Acela to get work done. They they work on the trains. It's, uh, it's like their office <laughs> for yeah. you know the time that they're on there and they're they're able to do everything that they need to. And this new Acela will provide an even smoother experience for them. And the technology will be better. The information on board, the signage will be more clear because the trains new will be able to provide more information that will scroll through on the train. And another exciting thing about these Acelas is we're going to have more of them. We'll have each Acela train will be larger, so there's more seats. And we'll have more of them delivered. We're increasing by quite a few additional trains. So we'll be able to offer more, even more frequencies than we have in the past. And that's what our customers need and want. They want to be able to take the Acela, not just on the hour, but during some parts of the day, they'll be able to take it on the half hour during peak rush hour. So it's it's going to provide a lot of uh, flexibility for our customers. That's terrific. I mean, I have to assume that, you know, the major advantages are A, speed and B, being able to get work done. Is is there Wi-Fi provided on, on these trains? Yes. yes. And our Wi-Fi is getting better and better all the time. It'll be an enhanced system on the uh, new Acela. And we're looking forward to that. And what is the timeline again? If you could just remind us on some. Yeah, of these- fall of next year. So it is we'll very have, soon. We'll start introducing the new trains. That's the current timeline. Terrific. 
And then talk about some of the other trains that are going to be coming online in the Northeast region. Yeah. So the other main train that we have in the Northeast corridor is uh, the regional train. And it's a workhorse. It's been doing this route and others across the country for over 40 years. It's like a well-worn slipper. You know, it's a comfortable, you can sort of sink into the seats. It'll take a number of years for these new trains, but we've ordered new trains from Siemens. They will be even more comfortable. And one of the main things that's going to be nice about these new trains is they will have larger windows. So you can really take advantage of looking out outside your window and watching the world go by on the new trains. They'll have better systems, which will make them more reliable. They will be more efficient. The cafe cars will be substantially better, better food products. And these trains will be what's called dual mode. So today on the Northeast Corridor, everything's electrified. So every train that travels across there runs on some power lines above the tracks called catnip. And the regional trains and the Acela trains are all electric. Well, the regional trains, let's say it originates in New York City and it's headed down to Norfolk, Virginia. When it gets to Union Station, the track's no longer electrified. So we have to take the engine off that's electric powered and put a different engine on that's Mm. that's diesel powered. And these new trains will have a dual mode so they can work electric and diesel and continue on in a much faster way without as much dwell time. So that's a big game changer for us. And what's the timeline on those trains? Seven to 10 years away. Okay. Well, the seller ones are the ones that really get people to places quickly. And I think that uh, offering more service and times on those is a great benefit for commuters. Exactly. People want to get there fast. And that is what Acela offers, whether you're on business or leisure, you know, when time is of the essence, then you want to get there fast. And we have a distinct clientele that also really enjoys the regional trains and they like a slower pace. They like to watch the scenery go by at a slower pace. They can see it better. We have really amazing customers who value both different, both of those products. You know, we talked about infrastructure improvements in the stations, and obviously there's recently been the federal bipartisan infrastructure bill that was passed. And, you know, hopefully a lot of that money will find its way to New York. I'm just curious what other ways it'll benefit the Northeast Corridor for Amtrak. Yeah, it's so exciting. It's an exciting time for anybody who enjoys passenger rail and, and rides on Amtrak. $66 billion of the infrastructure law will go to passenger rail, and that's mostly Amtrak in working with our state partners. And of that, nearly half will be allocated to the Northeast Corridor. That's how important uh, the Northeast Corridor is to Amtrak. And there are big plans for that money. The uh, infrastructure money will be dedicated to the tunnels and bridges on the Northeast Corridor that it's time to invest in them and to update them. And that will make our train service a little bit faster. So we're looking forward to that because all of those improvements will increase the utility of the Northeast Corridor for our customers. You know, commuting obviously has become so critical, especially further out from New York City as the pandemic has allowed people to work from home. You know, I'm just curious to hear, you know, areas like Long Island or even other parts of the the state up into Albany, what people should potentially know about Amtrak service. You know, we want to provide a easy, convenient service, which we do, but we want to provide that to even more people. So today, if you are starting your journey in Eastern Long Island, 
you can take the train to Penn Station and Moynihan Train Hall, and then you get on a different train. And what we'd like to do is have you on the same train. So when you start off, you don't have to uh, get off the train and find your next train and have a connection. You can take that one seat all the way through to Washington, D.C. So that's something we're looking at doing in the future. And that's one example of the opportunities that we have around the country, but particularly in the corridor where we provide a more convenient service. And our customers tell us they want that. They want to sure. get on the train and go all the way in that seat to their destination. Yeah, that would certainly be super convenient for people that, especially if they're doing work and they're spread out. <laughs> exactly, yes. So I know sustainability is an important factor for you and, and for all New Yorkers. How can Amtrak help with New York sustainability goals? Well, you know, train travel has always been the sustainable choice, and it's perhaps something we didn't realize years ago when we were taking the train. But today, compared to driving your car or flying, it is it is by far, it's a, a fraction of the emissions are expelled when you take the train. And in fact, in the corridor is an incredibly efficient place to travel on a train because it's all electrified. So compared to driving or flying, you're saving up to 80% of the emissions that you would in other modes. So it's a great way for customers who you know want to lower their footprint. And it's a great thing for New York, even if you're not on the train, we're keeping people off the roads. We're ensuring that people who need to get around, there's fewer of there fewer cars because people take the train. And we invite others to try it. You know, if you're not a customer today and you'd like to, please, you know, give us a try. We want to show off uh, Amtrak. We want to show off the new Moynihan train hall and our really convenient service up and down the corridor. And, um, you know, we have tens of thousands of customers who use us every year, but we want more. <laughs> and uh, I think this is a great opportunity to tell people about sure. what, a, what a pleasant and uh, convenient and comfortable experience it is to ride on Amtrak. Well, Gina, well, thank you so much for sharing Amtrak's story and, and for the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for giving us the chance to be on Schnapps Connect. Our pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Schnapps Connects podcast. To listen to our podcast, visit podcast.schnappsmedia.com or stream us wherever you get your podcasts.